When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a smooth soul Monday, and sometimes that soul turns into a little funk. It's kind of funky. I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, my man, uh, Patrick got a little funky, uh, funky soul in him. No doubt about that. So we appreciate his efforts on a smooth soul Monday. You can be a part of the show. Specs, text signs, the best way to do it. 512-337-3776. That's the best way to do it for you. Also, you can hit us up via Twitter. I'm at Rod Davis in the Twitterverse. My man Harge at Hardball Harge and Patrick Davis, the real MVP at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. All right, let's get to the Cowboys here. I, I, I promise you guys I'll reserve a little spot at the end for some Texans nuggets here. <laughs> there ain't many. That, that Texans game was ugly, man. And that, that was one of their worst games of the season. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, we don't need to talk about them nu- type of nuggets. Exactly. So I'm saying I'll, I'll, 90 seconds at the end of this segment, I'll get you some good Texans talk in there. Uh, but if I start talking Texans, you guys are going to fall asleep or change the station. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Cowboys because uh, the Cowboys right now, they might be the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in the NFC. They just took down the hottest team in the yep, NFC yep, yep. in the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, let's have this discussion before we break down this game. Okay. Big picture. All right. How many teams in the NFC right now would you take over the Dallas Cowboys? Go. I think I would take two. In the NFC? Yeah, in the NFC, who would you take ahead of the Cowboys right now in the NFC? Not, would, not, no, not, yeah, not NFC. I would NFC. still have to say Philly. Philly's one of mine. Yep, I got two. I got yep. Philly. And I got one more. And I think the 49ers. That's my other one. Yeah. yeah. And we'll see tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll see tonight. See tonight. We'll, we'll see tonight. tonight. Yeah, right? We'll see what That's they look got, like tonight. What do you think, Pat? I got four. I, I think because 49ers got to get healthy. And when they get healthy, they're going to be scary. It's hard to go against what the Cowboys are doing. Though. It is. No, no, I agree with they, you. Like you said, they are one of the hottest teams. And the way that they played yesterday on all levels, on all levels of the game cannot – be understated. And I know uh, they might have been the paper champion. Minnesota might have been the paper champion. Mm-hmm. But last night they got beat up like Rocky Balboa in Rocky Three against Drago. I mean, against Clubber Lang the first time. He got beat up against Drago in four. Yeah, yeah. Yo, well, he got destroyed in Drago. <laughs> you can't win, Rock. <laughs> you can't. He'll kill you, Rock. He'll kill, kill you, Rock. rock. Uh, no, no, but I, I get your point, too, about the Cowboys. They beat the I, – I, I didn't expect them to beat the Vikings that bad. Remember I told you guys all last week I was confident the Cowboys were going to win yep. because I said the, the research that I had done had revealed to me the Vikings were the weakest or one of the weakest, if not the weakest, 8-1 and team in NFL yep. history. Yep. Yep. Because – hell, I can give you the stat because I got it with me right now because it was such a weird thing. 
out of the 95 teams that had gone 8-1 and one prior to that matchup against the Cowboys since 1940, they were 94 out of 95 teams in scoring differential. And they, even when you went back to the Super Bowl era, same thing. Yep. And now, how about this? Now that they lost by 37 points mm. to the Cowboys, they now have a two-point differential. That is the lowest in NFL history by any team to start 8-2 and two Yeah, through the first 10 games. Done. The previous low was the 87 Chargers who missed the playoffs that year, plus six. So my point is, I wasn't saying they were a fraud. I was saying, oh, they're a fraud. No, they weren't a fraud. They just probably were the weakest 8-1 and one team that we had seen in NFL history. Very and the fair. Cowboys proved they beat them by 37. Harge, that was the largest road win against a, a team 8-1 and one or better since the Super Bowl merger. Yeah, it was an embarrassing defeat for the Minnesota Vikings. It was their second worst home loss in the history of the franchise. And that's the thing when you start looking at all of these numbers and how how did that happen? How did the Cowboys go in there and do that? It's what we've been talking about before. It's the same thing. If your defense travels with you mm-hmm. and you can you can go out there and disrupt the apple cart and then your offense can have explosive plays – that's a great recipe for success. But for them to hold them to three points? To 183 total yards? Three points? They were 1 of 11 on third downs, Minnesota yeah. was. Yeah. Minnesota had one play gained more than 15 yards. Yeah, it was it was an annihilation. And, and the, the Cowboys, Cowboys wanted to put people on notice that if we get everything lined up the way we want it to be, we have a lot of talent that is, that is emerging. I mean, Sam D. Williams. Hey, man, I've been trying to tell you. I saw he ended up starting. Yep. He ain't starting yet, but I you told you. You said he was going to get a lot. He's going to get starter reps. I think he's he should be the starter by season's end, but the Cowboys are taking it slow. He's a more impact. He's more of an impact player uh, out there than Dorrance Armstrong. By the way, Dorrance Armstrong's a damn good player. Yes, he is. Damn good. So my point is, you're, you're, there's no drop-off here. My point is, he was a rookie, and when you have a rookie that has a uh, rate of development that is as fast as his. Usually they end up surpassing the guy in front of him. Mm-hmm. But give give it up to Dorrance Armstrong that uh, he basically is refusing uh, to give <laughs> yeah, up his spot. Right. He's, he's he's forcing them to play him that's because right. he's productive too. But Sam Williams, in the last like four weeks, his productivity level has surpassed Dorrance Armstrong. Yeah. No, in, in terms of the, the rep. He, he don't get as many snaps, mm, but, but his productivity in the snaps that he gets surpasses Dorrance. But like I said, that's a first-world problem because both of them are pretty good right He's now. bringing it. He's yeah. bringing it the entire yeah, time. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm, I, every time I, I was watching this game and there were certain things that were happening at the line of scrimmage that just I didn't understand. And I, I, I know some people were saying that Minnesota lost – some uh, uh, two O linemen. They, yeah, they lost some O linemen. But the pressure that they were bringing, and Hankins did his job yesterday. He did. And I wanted. I was going to text you right mm-hmm. away when I saw Indomitian Sue already making an impact for oh, the man. Eagles. Hey, they mean Linville Jones mean, already playing. I know. I'm like, dang it, dang it. They we just signed him. Squad? They just signed him on Wednesday. And they got to play in shape. Ready. They got to because no, they Sue, was ready. Sue ain't been with a team, right? No, not at all. Not at all this year. That's wow. So, so it, it was. It was to the point that. Hankins needed to show up for the Cowboys, and he did yesterday. He did a great job of stopping the run and plugging up some of those holes. But that pressure at the very beginning of the game by by Michael Michael Parsons, Parsons I mean, he's just a savage, man. Yeah, he's so fast. I saw a study. I'll make sure I get it right. Okay, yeah, here it is. Um, I saw a study. So he he had 10 pressures in this game, two sacks, by the way. 
He left in the third quarter and had 10 pressures and two sacks on 27 pass run snaps. That means he had a 37% pressure rate. Yeah. Guys, 20% is considered really good. Yeah. Like a 20% pressure rate. You're like, hey, that guy's, that guy's going to get a new contract. That's pretty right. damn good. He throws that 37% and he's hobbled. Yeah. And he, yeah. He's got like three and injuries the, he's yeah. keeping up with. And all he's doing is going out there and attacking and making the quarterback's lives hell um, for both teams, for every team that he goes against. Next Gen Stats did a study. They call it a burst rate. It's basically BGO, how quickly you can go from snap to crossing the line of scrimmage. They said he's crossing the line of scrimmage in .7 seconds. Freak. Just an absolute like he's stud. across the line of scrimmage in .7 seconds. So as soon as you say hut, you got to get rid of all, the ball. And he's so low, yeah. and he's got such good lean yes. that he's already pad no. levels low, too. It's no. just, he's just a, he's a problem. Yeah. It's just the way that he's just a problem. And he's what makes the Cowboys defense so good. But, like, he ain't the only one. He is, he is the spear, the tip of the spear. Yep. But man, they can hurt you with a lot of in a lot of different ways with a lot of different guys. That's seven sacks. How about this? The Cowboys, they had they're the only team with five games of five plus sacks so far this year. And they are the only team with four players with at least five sacks. Yeah. So it ain't just one guy. Yeah. It's more so, than one guy. So here it is. Through ten games, through ten games, the Dallas Cowboys, Micah Parsons leads the team with ten sacks. Dorrance Armstrong, seven. Demarcus Lawrence, six. Dante Fowler, five. My man Donovan Wilson has three. Sam Williams, three. Wow. Javon Kirst, uh, J. Ron Kirst has two. Vander Esch and all those other guys, one, 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 one. But you start looking at how many different ways they are getting to the quarterback, yeah. the chaos that they are forming at the line of scrimmage and from the safety blitzes and coming off the corners. There's just so many things. And to put it even more in perspective, last year the Dallas Cowboys through 10 games had 21 sacks and 19 turnovers. Well, they're down a little bit in the turnovers. They're only down by three. They're only down by three. They only got I didn't 16. That. I didn't realize that. I thought they were down about more than that in no, turnovers. It's from only pace six, of last year. Yeah, 16 takeaways, 42 sacks. So they have doubled the sacks up to this point of where they were last year. Yeah, it's wild. Well, if, it. if that offense starts churning, that's the thing is once you get a lead, oh my gosh, they can't throw on you because once they that's know you're exactly throwing, right. you're done. That's yeah. exactly that right. Was, and that was why they had to bench Kirk Cousins at the end of that game because they're like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Because we're basically just – you're just a sitting duck right now. Yeah, once they were up double digits. Because Dalvin Cook was effective running the ball. Yes. Yeah. He, was, he was 11. I think he had 11 for 72 yards, so six and a half yards per carry. But to Patrick's point, once you're down three scores, they're inviting you, yeah, please run the ball. Yeah. Because you're running out of time. So go ahead, run the ball, and try to get 15 play drives down the field. But you can't afford to do that. So – the the bigger the lead, to Patrick's point, the opposing team gets more desperate. They get more desperate. They throw. They make mistakes. Boom. And by the way, uh, Randy Gregory, nine tackles, only two sacks. Yeah, they won that one. Yeah, they won I guess that the one. Cowboys really understood what they were going through. And remember, they Randy like, Gregory ended up getting hurt. They like their guys for 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 them um, from Denver for Denver, early on. But he's on the IR. But he wouldn't have been able to bring what this. No. What these cowboys are doing well, right now, and he would have he would have done something, but they they believe I believe in my guys. Yeah, but it's, it's, to that point, Harch, it's not just that his guys are playing well; it's the price point. Yeah, 
That's, that's the most important part. The you know price I mean? point right? is where like, it is. If he, if if Doris Jones was giving you even close to what Randy Gregg was going to give you is. at half the price, it'd be great. But he's giving you more sacks. than Randy that's Gregg right. was giving you at half the price. That is called value, gentlemen. And yeah. I'll take when that you can, when you can be playing value. around with any free agent right now and be yeah. like, "Oh no, we have money to spend." They do because you didn't. Yeah, because you exactly right. Because they didn't. They didn't. They didn't panic. Yeah. Even though I'll admit, we told them panic. They yeah. did not panic. panic. Uh, they decided, no, we like our guys. I hit the panic button a few times for them. I, yeah. I did exactly. We all did. I was banging on that damn panic button. <laughs> it's broken. The panic button's broken. <laughs> but they, give them credit. They did not panic, Cooper. Whether it be, I think hard, he first time you hit the panic button was the Cooper Rush. Oh, that was 1,000%. That was Cooper before. The, that was during that was training way, camp. That was way before. You that was, was like, I don't trust Cooper Rush. And no. then when that got hurt, you were like, oh, no. Banging on the panic button there. Yeah, I don't even look at the Chargers anymore. I cut them off. My my side chick is gone. My uh, you side don't need chick her. Is I was, you don't need her. She she got too bougie. Your wife is finer than your side piece. That should <laughs> exactly. never happen. Yeah. If you're gonna cheat on your wife, make sure the side piece is hotter than your wife. Ding ding. If you I mean, tell Jay Z, Jay Z, was she hotter than Beyonce? Then it wasn't worth it, though. <laughs> Hove, it ain't worth Hove. it. Come on, Hove. It was H to the Izzo. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was Sean Carter when he did that. <laughs> he was not. He's like Sarkin Steven. Exactly. <laughs> Sean, what are you he doing was, over there? Sean. Sean. We're going to use your government name, Sean. Sean. You've you, messed up on that we one. We still don't know exactly <laughs> who Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce with. Beyonce is so damn, she's so powerful. She won't even let it get out That's who right. her husband cheated on her with. Ding, right? ding. Who, how do we not know this? Yeah, we oh, should know this. Where's TMZ on this one? We should know. We will. Beyonce's like, no, nobody. Knows. And you know, Jay Z was like, hell yeah, I will make her sign the NDA and I will pay her. He's a billionaire. So I will yeah. pay her whatever she wants. Shut up, girl. Don't ever let anybody know. Don't you ever talk. That I decided to risk it all Don't for you. Don't you ever talk. And they you know, put their picture up there next to Beyonce's picture. And yeah. Like, uh, that's you, not going to work for why me. Why'd you risk it all, Sean? Nah, it's not going to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on with you. Don't, you had to drop the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, I had to drop Your em. wifey is fine. Than your side exactly. Piece, it's not worth it. I was welcome back. <laughs> I was welcome back. I was welcome back. Got that makeup sex, yeah, huh? Yes. Woo! Yes, we back in the house. Nothing we back like, in the house. Oh, nothing like makeup sex. <laughs> Best part of the uh, the long term relationship. Yeah, makeup there. sex in there. Ding ding. And then uh, did side did uh, George say on Seinfeld that the only type of sex that's better than makeup sex in relationship is conjugal visit sex. <laughs> <laughs> George is a geek. Oh, I love it, George man. Yeah. He's like he's like I miss all the makeup sex. <laughs> Damn it! How'd you miss all the makeup sex? Oh George. Oh no! Uh, and then he finds out the better one. Yeah, which one? Uh, escape convict sex. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's dating a chick in jail this time. <laughs> she broke out. <laughs> oh, and he didn't like her when she broke out. He realized he only liked her when she was inside. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, I love me some Seinfeld. All right, random Seinfeld stuff there. All right, before we get back to business, let me tell you about my friends over at Hot Cat Tequila, my favorite new tequila, as a matter of fact, with the holiday season upon us. You can bring in the holidays by breaking out the hot cat tequila. The cat stands for cinnamon, agave, and tequila. And the recipe is just as simple, just as delicious as cinnamon, agave, nectar, and tequila. Turn your holiday gathering into a party and turn your family get-together into an unforgettable celebration with hot cat tequila. You can be the hit of the holiday party uh, and turn up your holiday party with Hot Cat Tequila. And once you make Hot Cat a part of your holiday season, you'll understand the reason it's my favorite new tequila. Hot Cat Tequila also makes a great holiday gift for all the tequila lovers in your life. Hot Cat Tequila is best served cold for a quick round of shots or to sip on the rocks. So make it a Hot Cat holiday season. Once you try Hot Cat, you won't go back to that old cinnamon whiskey. So this holiday season, bring home Hot Cat for the holidays. Visit CatTequila.com to find a store near you that sells Hot Cat Tequila or to find a bar near you that serves Hot Cat Tequila. 
tequila toast and turn up your holiday season with hot cat tequila. Uh, all right, let's give some props to Tony Pollard. Tony, it seems like every week now we're having a Tony Pollard love fest oh, on yeah. here. Oh, but, yeah. I, but we have all been fanboys for Tony Pollard. I, I think we all have uh, at one point talked about how he needs to see the ball more. Uh, they need to feature him more. Yes, split carries with Zeke. I like the, how the way they complement each other in terms mm-hmm. of the skill set. But we all know who the home run hitter it is now. For sure. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. Multiple levels. Test. It's him. Yeah. Multiple levels. Yeah, Tony Pollard right now, maybe one of the most explosive players in the league on offense, guys, period. Yep. Uh, he is the fourth player since 1990. I love this stat. Fourth player since 1990 with at least 75 rushing yards and 100 receiving yards and two touchdowns in a game. So, sorry, two touchdowns receiving in a game specifically. Uh, and the other three guys are Todd Gurley, um, LaDainian Tomlinson, and Joey Galloway. Hmm. Those nice. some some nice names to Those be associated some, uh, some with. Some heavy hitters on that list. And though. as you brought that up, receiving touchdowns of at least 30 yards this season, Tony Pollard had two yesterday. All other NFL running backs on the entire season have one. Damn. So those numbers that you were bringing up are spot on. And in the last three games, Tony Pollard had 189 yards, two TDs, 128 yards, one TD, 147 yards, and three TDs. Yeah, I mean, he Putting is... Putting in work. He's, yeah, no question. And I love that the way the Cowboys are using him, too. I think they're using yep. him in the right way. Uh, he does need to be utilizing the passing game. Love they did the the fake angle slash wheel route they got on Jordan Hicks. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful throw by Dak. And that's something we haven't talked about either. Uh, Hard, you've talked about it. Keep Dak on the 30 attempts. Uh, seems like when they do that... It, it seems like the formula is, is, is perfect. It's the way to go, right? Yeah. It's the way to go. If you got to sit here and making sure that he's throwing 40 times a game, that's not, that's not the recipe for success. But it goes back to what Patrick said a little while ago. When these guys get ahead, yeah. other teams have to throw, yeah. and Dak doesn't. That's true. So you got to go out there and make sure that you're executing at a very high level early in the game so you don't have to suffer through it late in the game. Yeah, to your point, uh, you said this early. They actually, he was 22-25, and there was a drop. There was a drop in the, <laughs> in the end zone. Yeah. In the end zone by Dalton Schultz. So it was an 88% completion percent, his second highest of his career in the game. Should have been higher. Yeah. And, and it had, should have had more touchdowns, too. Yeah, he could have had another one. Yeah. Another one. He looked great, man. He had 11 straight completions at one point. Mm-hmm. I thought Dak looked really good, and I love that they are – Mixing in uh, some Dak runs, a little it's mm-hmm. like one design run here. Sometimes you got some bootlegs, some waggles, moving the pocket a little bit, and he's deciding to scramble every now and then. It really is a three-headed monster at running back Absolutely. now. Absolutely, uh, not running back, but the running game, I should say, with Zeke Pollard and now Dak. Every now and then, if you decide, and Malik Davis. It's true, too. Good point. Yep. But if you decide that you are going to leave Dak as a running threat without any defender, all right, to 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 to, to allocate for him or to be responsible for him, mm-hmm. he can hurt you. And I think they they basically go through like five or six, seven, eight plays, maybe a couple of drives. And if you don't account for Dak, they're uh, like, okay, we're, we're definitely gonna have a little a bootleg, naked bootleg in here or something like that. And it it works every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You don't want to do it too it. much, but yeah. it does keep defenses honest. That's the biggest thing for me. And that's what I've always said about you said some it of about these Quinn other, I said about Quinn. Just yeah. run a little bit, bro. Not, I mean, I don't want you thinking you're going to be Michael Vick out there. Yeah. I want you to be elusive enough. You know who else was elusive enough? Colt McCoy. 
Cole oh. McCoy was elusive enough. Cole that was borderline mobile, dual yeah. threat guy. He was definitely that. He, he burned he away from him. He led Texas in rushing and passing in a way. He was the team. True. <laughs> Man, he asked so him, he burned it. away from yeah, them DBs exactly. out there. They thought he was going to be slow. They were like, oh, Cole ain't going nope, nowhere. They were oh. closer. He was doing them like Will the Thrill. What? Will <laughs> Howard. He was For doing real. like Will Oh, Howard. he can run run. Yeah. You got to get better angles. Matt Ryan had a 40-plus yard run the other week. <laughs> yes. Anyone can run the ball. <laughs> exactly. But you just right. don't want to do it all the time. And then they have to do something because they're like, man, we left. We didn't have anybody. Nobody on 40 yards on us. And that's exactly right. It took two and a half days for him to do it, but he did it. <laughs> but it's because nobody had 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 to account for him. Like nobody, exactly. defense. Like no, that was nobody's responsibility. And ultimately, the play caller, our defensive coordinator, goes, "That's my fault, man." I literally, yep. I, I hadn't seen him run on any of the film we watched. I didn't think he was gonna run, and I didn't even put a, a defender on him to mm-hmm. account for him. And I'm with you, Hard. Just make sure that defensive coordinator has to stay honest. You know, you, you, Quinn may run twice. I think he ran. He had two scrambles in that yep. game. Yeah, it was just enough. And it was just enough. When they leave you wide open, when they have nothing but green grass in front of you, take just it. Just take it, man. So, yeah. You know what? I'm taking that. I think that's more efficient than trying to throw it deep. Let's <laughs> he get did. them yards. One time Quinn was looking deep. You remember this? Yes. yes. And he ends up saying he's looking deep. And he, he, he's got plenty of time. He's got. He, I, I thought, oh, he's going to stay back there. He's going to force this thing deep. Nope. Yep. He looked at it. He looked at it. And he's like, nah. nah. I'm good. <laughs> he just took the little yep. easy Let five, six yards. I was like, yeah. Quinn. Yeah. Yes, Quinn. Quinn, it's my boy. I, was so I thought about you. I was like, harsh been telling the run. <laughs> like just a little bit, just a little bit, man. A little but you're bit. right though. He doesn't need to put himself in harm's way. No. But take that six yard. They don't get yeah. it to you, man. Take yeah. that. Because then you can the next four. Hand it to Bijan. Yeah, no, there I mean, you go. You've been, you've been seeing that more. Actually, the NFL actually is you starting to see quarterbacks. I think quarterbacks account now for sixteen percent of the rushing yards in the NFL yeah. now, and that's the highest number in the last ten years. And ninety five percent of that is uh, Justin Fields. <laughs> him, and you know, like him and Lamar. Him and Lamar Jackson yeah. is yeah. out there putting in some work. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah, but also uh, props too, since we didn't really get deep into it. Props to Brett Mayhar. Uh, Brett Maher, uh, yep. he is killing it. Brett Maher, he's got twenty. He had a 27, 53, 60. And a sixty fi- and a fifty yard field goal. Yeah, sixty. That's crazy. Now this dude has he's four four from fifty nine plus yards, and he has seven fifty plus yard field goals this season. Boss. And I was not Remember, a fan. Not a fan of crazy. John Mayer. We, yeah, we had him on before, at the beginning of the year. We had a uh, what Calvin on. And he was like, man, we don't have a kicker. I remember yeah. this. We yeah. don't even have a kicker. You're right. Yeah, and then this. they go out and get him. And he's Perfect. like, welcome back. <laughs> the Cowboys have made it. good yeah. decisions personnel-wise, man. We've got to recognize this recently. Don't make me acknowledge that I have to give Jerry and his crew some love. You're going to have to do it at one point, man, because yeah. right now – Cowboys are a contender. Very and much so. And when I say so. contender, I mean Super Bowl contender. They're Aye, in that conversation. Uh, all right. But I think another one we'll see tonight, too. 49ers are definitely a team in that conversation. They're going to face off against the Cardinals tonight. I got a great gambling stat for you that I'll share with you guys, and we'll preview the matchup tonight. How about this? Cole McCoy, baby. Legendary yep, lifetime. Yep, Longhorns yep, going to start yep. the game. So randomly, strangely, I'm going to be rooting for one of my best friends, who is a lifetime Longhorn, Kyle Shanahan, but also rooting for Cole McCoy. So I can root for the 49ers to win, but I want Cole McCoy to ball out. Yeah. That's basically how I'm going to cover. Yeah. Just cover. <laughs> oh, matter of fact, my, my, my gambling stats about that. You're All gonna right. Be, you're going to be Come surprised on. by this. I got a number for you. I got one too. All right. Let we got see. that. We'll share degenerate gambling <laughs> stats and nuggets on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie. 104.9 The Horn. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Baldwin Light right here on 1049 The Horn. Smooth Soul Monday. Who is this, Patrick? Clarence Carter. Okay. Hmm. You know who Clarence Carter is, right? I, I, the, the voice sounds really familiar to me. And, and I stroke it to the east. Is that and it? I stroke it to the <laughs> west. And I stroke it to the woman. And I love that. How do you know that? I be stroking. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I be doing. doing. <laughs> Why do you know that? Oh, man, that was the jam. Well, back I, do that. That jam. Yeah, I do know that jam. I do know, like I said, it reminds me of my uncles. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was like, who is this? this yeah. The voice sounds really you familiar. You knew Clarence Carter was. I be stroking. That's, that's right. what I be doing. That's okay. what I be doing. Do, what, what is he talking about when he says I be stroking? Do we know? Is he what I think it is? It's exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's exactly. Because sometimes songs they sound oh, yeah. like it has some oh, yeah. double entendre, or no, deep, uh, you know, no. meaning. But no, he be stroking. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what he, he be, be doing. doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he's he's also uh, he's got the great Christmas song "Backdoor Santa." See, oh, that, what is that one about? Well, that's about sneaking in the back door when uh, when the husband's at work. Oh, what? And no, coming yeah. in. He's, he's just pretty obvious with his song oh, title. He's letting you know what's going down, <laughs> he's man. Not, he's not trying to be subtle on the street. Ain't, ain't no, no secrets That's a with real him. Christmas song? Yeah, Backdoor Santa. It's a great Christmas song. Wow. Okay, I'm going to need... I'm Talk gonna, about I'm, giving a kid a nickel to go to the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Can you play this on air? When, like, yeah, later? it's not enough. Like, it's a song from like, the 60s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Okay, I'm sure that Patrick at one point is going to have a new theme Thursday. Uh, about Christmas, and I get we can play Backdoor Saturday or yeah. something. Wow. Yeah. I learn something new every day. I guess why I love my man Patrick and Horace. Work, love working with you guys because I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into That's what we do. I be stroke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I be doing. All right, let's uh, let's get to this matchup tonight. Uh, good news for Longhorn fans because uh, they get to root both sides. Uh, you do have Colt McCoy, le- le- legendary lifetime Longhorn, is going to be starting this game for the Arizona Cardinals because Kyler Burr is still dealing with an injury. Of some kind. Uh, I'm not no. actually sure specifically what the injury is. They listed it as a hamstring. Okay. All right. So, so a hamstring injury yeah. of some kind. Uh, well, he's been dealing with that for a little while. Remember, they, they won. Uh, last start that Cole McCoy had, they ended up winning that matchup. Uh, so, man, I, I, hopefully they can try to keep their winning ways going. I think it's going to be tough for them against uh, San Francisco. San Francisco getting healthy. They're, they're getting healthy, and that defense is starting to come oh, it's, to it's, the party. It's a top five You know defense. what I'm saying? It's, so, a, it's a top five defense. Yeah, and that's where they're really getting healthy at. Yeah. On that side of the ball, it's a it's a top five defense. So uh, I I think that in itself is make gonna make things tough for Arizona. I've been looking at their injury report too. Uh, but they've been dealing with a lot of injuries at mm-hmm. you know the, at the skill positions right. uh, on offense. I think that's a bit of concern um, for them. And for me, you know, looking at the the Forty Nineers, the style of play they have, they're just a physical team. This is like right. a hangover when you play Forty Nine. They don't always win, but they they definitely play a physical style of play. I think that's a bad matchup for Arizona. I agree. With the air raid, and not, I'm not trying to disrespect the air raid, but the air raid is not a – people don't associate it with physicality and toughness. And I think that is what you associate with the 49ers, the exact mm-hmm. – <laughs> those traits are what you associate with the 49ers. And I think, honestly, that matchup is bad for Arizona and their style of play. Big time. 
Yeah. Big time. And mm-hmm. and when you look at what Arizona is capable of doing, I know that Colt is the type of guy that understands those those little pockets. He knows he and does, he's elusive man. enough. He get the ball out of his hand quick enough. He's not going to try to extend the play or he's going to look for that deep shot. He's going to make the right play most of the time. So that's something to pay attention to as well. Uh, 49. So here go Cardinals inactive. Zach Ertz inactive. Uh, Kyler of course. Um, offensive tackle DJ Humphreys. Uh, guard Max Garcia. They got two linebackers and Byron Murphy, the cornerback, inactive for them. Yep. Uh, man, the 49ers are so damn deep at D line. They're going to be missing Arik Armstead. Uh, uh, Ebucom is also missing. But, and they got, uh, they got three D linemen that are on the inactive list for them. Uh, but we all know, man, they're so deep on, they stockpile D linemen. So they'll have a Bosa and now uh, intern. Yep. From the horn. Man, Charles mm-hmm. Menahu starting, starting on the defensive line and he's for the been playing a He's been he's been playing, playing really a well. great defensive end. Yeah, he's been playing really well for him. Uh, that was a great investment by them. They traded for him from the Texans. Rescued him, I should say, from the Texans. And uh, he's been really, really good for him. Okay, so let me give you this little, this little stat, man. This little factoid. You like this? Because you, you like these little degenerate gambling I stats. Do. And I'm, I'm not making fun of the degenerate gamblers out there. I'm a degenerate. just not a gambling variety. Degenerate. So since 2005, this is on the road. This is being played uh, in Mexico City. Yes. So in Mexico City. So we're talking about since 2005, double-digit favorites in international games. All right? And right now the 49ers are a 10-point favorite over the Cardinals. Yes. Double-digit favorites in international games are 5-0, and 4-1 and against the spread since 2005. I like that. Since I like 2005. That little Double-digit favorites in international games, 5-0 and straight up, 4-1 and against the spread. Well, here's another little degenerate nice note. The Cardinals have actually owned the 49ers. Say what? They have actually owned the 49ers going 7-1-1 and against the spread in their last nine meetings. The over mm-hmm. has hit in, the, in four straight Arizona Cardinals games this year. Four straight. That's good. Mm-hmm. But the unders have been hitting on prime, oh, on prime times. Time. Yeah, except for the other night. So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, that might be changing. I, that might I, be think, I think we might be at the point around. of the season where the unders thing might be over with. Because we're just waiting on offenses to find their groove. They haven't found their groove yet. Right. But they run the ball so much more now that maybe they're just not going to end up scoring, materializing that into points because they're just moving I would the football. Be, I would agree with you on that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, how about this? Cole McCoy to start tonight. Um, he covered last week against the Rams, by the way. Uh, but he's 11-21-1 against the spread in all of the games. 11-21-1? and 34% success rate against the spread. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Yes, uh, so we've got some contradicting nuggets here for you yeah, degenerates out there. You must play. decide. You must decide. <laughs> you must decide. Like Don't be that. calling us later like, no, gave me that BS number, man. No, hey, man, I, I gave like you the that. stats. I you like have to it. decide. You, know, you make your own decision. I'll say I think the 49ers are going to win tonight, and I do think – Will they cover that number? I don't know about that. I, I'm just saying that's a, that's the 49ers don't cover. They, they don't they play don't, like that. They don't. That's not how they. That's not yeah. how they play. They don't yeah. play to pull away from teams and blow teams out. That's why teams like the Bears will end up beating them randomly right. now and then. They don't play in that. They play to. They, they can physically dominate an opponent, and you can see them control the game throughout the game. Mm-hmm. But rarely will they control the game where they just blow a team out. They don't right. do that. Now, last I, time I remember, 49ers blowing out a team. I don't remember them ever doing. They just that. control games. Yeah. That's what they do. 
So they might control this game all the time. But that kid, if you're the if you're the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, then you're always in it technically. Oh, mm-hmm. you you're two or three big plays away from being right back in the game. Agreed against the 49ers. So. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, interesting though. Yeah, those but numbers I, that you said—that—that's I—I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, I, it, it, with Colt at the helm, you never know what you're gonna get from Colt because Colt's exactly a vet, man. Right? Colt's going been around and just, it for a he while. He can start dialing it up on you. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, never, he, nobody studies film like him. Exactly. So nobody that, studies film like him. That's why I don't know if I'd take the 49ers to cover. I'd take them to win. I don't know if I'd take them to cover that number. Do you think Christian McCaffrey has a good game? This is where we're starting to see him mm. have enough time in this offense to start knowing the plays a little bit better. Oh, that's good, man. Mm. He what was the guy? Was it two weeks ago? He had the passing touchdown, receiving touchdown, and a rushing touchdown. Yes. Yeah. Oh, when he just got traded that week. Yeah, you're right. And I, you know, Shadow's been dialing up stuff for him too. Yeah. What's our What's our uh, projected stat line on McCaffrey? We didn't get a. Did he? Does he get a hundred combined uh, total yards from scrimmage? Yes. Okay. Yes. I see. Yeah, because t- the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like the it else. No, because if it's like a good defensive team where you're like, oh, it's a really good defensive team, I'd be, you know. Yeah, you're right. The Cardinals are not a really good defensive team. Yeah. I'm with you. I think 100 yards from scrimmage, and I'm going to say a touch, at least a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He'll score. In Shannon's offense, he'll definitely score. Shannon's obsessed with this guy. This isn't Shannon's new toy. This is his new playthrough. Yeah, he's, he's been sitting around all damn week drawing up plays strictly for Christian McCaffrey. I know this dude. All right, he don't yeah. sleep very much. With Debo looking out the window. Like, <laughs> they used to be me. <laughs> Debo peeking through the window. Uh, I'm glad I got my money. Shut up. Because I told him, don't make me run. And now they got another person that's better than me. <laughs> that's um, really good. I like that. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap this thing up and put it in the oven right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want it for none horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash up? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's good. That is- mm-hmm. All right, welcome back to Bar Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap this thing up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. Go to hornfm.com if you missed any part of any of the shows. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, also, should mention, I forgot about this, that Hassan Ridgeway also on that defensive front. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Along with Charles Amin, who's so, my man Shano, he likes his long horns. Yeah, so it's good. amazing how that works. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> he likes them. Uh, all right, what you got on tap tonight? I'm going to watch this game tonight and kind of see what Colt McCoy can do. I know. Against this uh, defense of the 49ers. I'm expecting big things from both teams tonight and I uh, need a big number. So uh, Over? Over. You're going over. But mm-hmm. I do, I, and I do, this is the last leg of my parlay. I got a parlay and I need the 49ers just to win the game. Ooh. Yeah. And then you straight cash and on And then I'm straight cash Swimming on in it like Scrooge McDuck, Yeah, there huh? you're going to be a blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I like your Scrooge McDuck you impression, too. You like that? that? Yeah. Uh, what you got on tap? Uh, what you got coming up, Patrick? We'll have this one, and then we'll have the Texas Northern Arizona game That's as right. well. Nice. It's going to be coming up on the station directly following this. And also, if you want to check out women's basketball, it's happening right now on 105.3 The Bat. That's why Patrick's right. a man. He's a pro's pro. That's no right. What you got? About it. Uh, I'm going to go home and watch a little, a little trash TV. You're not you know going to watch I mean? your boy Shannon and them tonight? I'm 
watch some Monday Night Football, but I'm going to go. I got to catch up on my, my trash TV before the holidays. Yeah, man. there you go. So I'm a DVR game. I'll watch it. You know what I mean? Uh, but I expect the 49ers to pull that out. Gotcha. I expect no drama, but I want my man Colt McCoy to show up. Yeah, all right. Is. I want to thank all you guys for showing up on the text, uh, Specs text line. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We'll talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. But more importantly, take care of each other. Everybody have a great night. Peace.